This is MJ. Welcome to Story Over Everything, Episode 30, and I hope I'm not going to get stung by a wasp. But if I do, I'll keep it in, because it'll be really funny, in retrospect. Anyway, uh, this episode I'm going to be talking about my author's log, which is basically just a recording, a breakdown, day-by-day, journal-like, if you must use that um, that example, or that parallel, uh, to my work, that as I'm writing every day, I'm documenting my writing. I'm keeping it in a document, and which is exactly what documenting means. <clears throat> it's been a rough two weeks, okay? Please forgive me. Indulge me a little here. But anyway, I've been documenting my writing by putting it into a document, believe it or not, and uh, as opposed to putting it on a, like a grain of rice. And uh, with that, I have been, or now I'm going to be reading uh, said document so that I can share with you what I wrote over the course of, I don't know, the last week or so. And I totally missed an entire week of writing because I'm not sure why. It just didn't happen. So, again, like I said, it's been a rough two weeks or so. So, anyway, without further ado, uh, I will talk about other things, but first I'm going to talk about this. So, uh, from July 30th, this is from Chapter 9 of my book, Growbug Tales, which I am still developing. Uh, I'm writing it as I can, and that's what you're going to hear. Keeper Whistle walked in circles around gnaw, quiver, and splash. He called out names of places where rations could be stored and easily accessed. He called out types of rations to be set aside and what priority each type should be given. He had started off with the three growbug cadets standing before him, waiting to receive orders and direction from him. But his pacing turned into a looping and then into the weaving dance around the young trio. Splash kept his eyes locked on Keeper Whistle and moved himself to keep from showing his back to the older growbug, commanding him. Splash caught Quiver's gaze and failed to stifle a chuckle as he continued his part of the dance with Whistle. Gnaw sighed and asked, Keeper Whistle, is this the time for us growbug cadets to be turning ourselves in circles, or should we be focused on taking note of your instructions? Furthermore, isn't it true that staying still and focusing on the task ahead of us is a much better way to absorb everything you're telling us? July 31st continues. What? Keeper Whistle spun in a tight circle and stared at Na. Yes, right. I'm dancing it out. It helps me keep everything clear in my mind. I would expect nothing less from you, Keeper, but I'm not sure we all have the wisdom and ability as you. Na replied. I should hope not, Cadet. Whistle resumed his circuit. Imagine, a group of raw cadets with an instructor on the same level as them. How disastrous do you think that would be? Very, Splash laughed. Exactly, Whistle flitted his wings approvingly. Don't bees dance when they talk? Quiver asked. That's right, Whistle danced on. From August 1st. Is that why you dance? I never thought about it before. Maybe. Seer Glimmer interrupted, speaking through a disk of light that appeared in the midst of the group. Keeper Whistle, where are the fungal rations from last season? Fungus, fungus, fungus. Right. There are two caches. Criminy in the moss stands, and parasols in the south. August 2nd. Shall I send a cadet to fetch some? I'm sure they'd like to do something. <laughs> uh, besides, watch me think, and I may think more with less of them here. You see, it takes a 
Thank you, but no, Whistle. I know you have a lot going on, and you need time to form a plan, so I don't want to take cadets away from you at the moment. I will go myself. Since the parasols can be used in a healing compound, I figured I would bring them, bring some into the main camp while chatting with the others and making sure we have clear paths. Splash slyly turned to Quiver and said, Did you ever think you'd see a seer see you see the seer? I don't think you said what you meant to say. Quiver, August 3rd, said softly. You don't? No. Oh no, I've done it again, Splash pouted. Gnaw thumped the ground while Whistle danced again. What are you two doing? Splash kept twirling to keep the keeper before him. Quiver stiffened and gestured apology and agreements towards Gnaw. Quiver repeated what Whistle was saying, keeping his attention focused on the keeper's growing list of vital supplies. From August 4th. Whistle stopped and asked, How well do you all know the camp? Gnaw spoke first. I know from corner to corner. Splash blurted out, I know it's top and bottom, honored keeper. Whistle guffawed, cut the surplus, cadet. I don't need to be flattered or honored. My work speaks for itself. Understood? Splash meekly answered, Understood. And you, cadet? Quiver hesitated. I know it well enough, keeper. We shall see, Whistle nodded. We do what we must, cadets. Each of us must use his talents and perform his duties as needed. Our talents may not help us in our duties... What duty demands won't always align with your talents, but irregardless, you must do your duty when the time comes. This is more of an author's note than actual content from the book, but Splash Twitch suppressing a laugh. Oh, no, that is what the book is going to say, but it's because I'm winding up for potty humor, which I did not expect to be doing at all in any of my writing, but here I am. Uh, So yeah, that was everything from July 30th to August 4th. And I'm going to cap it here. I guess uh, next week will contain August 5th to Jul- to August 11th. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's seven days worth of writing. So please, God, I'll have the strength and the discipline and the focus to write every single day. And it won't be an issue for me to get these out. And hopefully I'll have higher word counts because these word counts were bad. 125, 62, 137, 57, 104, 180. 61, that's, oof, that's, oh no, 61 is from the previous period, but still, not, not good at all. So, life's been pretty, well, I feel very blessed, I know I'm in a good place, I know it could always be worse, however, for some reason, just things have been not lining up the way I want them to, uh, in some areas, and, and that is, uh, to be transparent, uh, while Story Over Everything is the chronicles of an author, artist, and analyzer, that's me, mostly an author though, uh, I guess an artist too, because I do focus on that creative part of my uh, work here, uh, I'm drawing stuff for books that I want to make, and I'm writing books that I want to make, and I analyze stuff to think about and to sharpen uh, my criticism and my critical mind so that I can turn that criticism towards my own work and make it the best it can be. I'm trying to dissect things that I analyze and uh, post about here um, in order to, uh, well, again, sharpen my creative mind and make sure I'm making the best possible product, the best possible, most entertaining, uh, most well-thought-out thing that I can to entertain you, dear listener. So uh, that's the goal. But I have had a very hard time the last two weeks uh, watching anything um, or reading anything uh, to analyze. Um, I did 
Oh, I'll get back to that later. Um, so, yes, it's been a little difficult, and uh, that's frustrating for me. A good thing, though, is that I feel like it's very important to get certain things right with myself, like my health and my fitness, for example, and I've been very focused on that in the last two weeks, and I think I've been doing a commendable job uh, of doing that. I've worked out very consistently five days last week, six days this week, um, Sunday to Friday this week. I'll be taking a day off to rest my body, and I, uh, I think that's good, and I'm having positive results. I feel better. I have less aches and pains. I have... Um, I don't, know if, I don't know if I have more mental clarity, but it's definitely taking up a lot of my time, and I have some family issues, which are totally non-serious, and they're more a result of, of good things uh, than bad things that are also absorbing some of my time and, and making it harder for me to find time or make time to do these different things. But <clears throat> I've been focused on it. I've been staying up late if I have to, to make sure I'm writing and drawing every day, and because uh, my focus is I want to get my health right. I want to discipline myself. So I guess I'm, I'm disciplining my body to then discipline my mind uh, and, um, and my will, maybe, uh, to do the creative work that I want to do. And then the third priority would be to do this analysis stuff that I want to do as well because uh, that's part of my marketing plan. But it's also it's fun. It's recreational. I enjoy so much to be able to analyze something and talk about it and share it with people. And if it aids me in marketing and putting myself in front of like-minded individuals who enjoy the things that I enjoy because I'm writing about the types of things that I enjoy uh, with my own unique stamp on them, then, you know, all the better. More is the better, I think is the proper way to say that. But like I said, it's been very, 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 very difficult to do that, and it's getting exhausting and frustrating, and uh, if I let things... This happened last year in 2022, and around July, everything just fell off for me, and I had a really hard time recovering, and... It all honestly took me six months or more to get back on the ball and start being consistent again. In fact, there was a long hiatus for story over everything as well as everything else I did, and that started at that time. And I would definitely like to avoid that, so I want to get back on the ball next week and just, uh, who knows, maybe this working out thing and, and being more disciplined with uh, my eating and everything like that is going to help me to have to sharpen myself uh, into the blade that I need to be to do everything I want to do. So we shall see, and I hope that's how it works out. But that's, uh, yeah, that's some of my woes and sorrows outside of writing life. And there's my writing that you hear that I was able to do in the midst of all that. And I think it was decent. Definitely, needs, you know, it's a first draft, so it's going to need to be punched up. But um, I don't know. I'm having fun with these characters. Uh, I didn't know. Uh, I knew that Nah was going to be like a complainer, but I didn't know he was going to be like a sourpuss teacher's pet. Um, like doesn't want other people to have fun and therefore he complains about that and um, like tries to ruin it for them. I did not know that was going to happen at all. And Alright, so I've got the great interrupter here. This is actually um, yeah, anyway, I don't want to blame anybody for my actions. Um, uh-oh. Uh-oh, you want to go see them? Yeah, let's go. Okay, so uh, again, guerrilla podcasting. That's what you can expect from me. You can expect my kids to interrupt. You can expect me to be using a phone. Now that bar's going to be super hot. Don't touch that. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, anyway, getting back on task. Um, I'm not going to complain about the vicissitudes of life anymore, but I just want to use that word <laughs> real quick. Um, I will tell you that I did last week, actually. I, I believe it was last week when I did nothing. Uh, and I had uh, the Princess and Curdy uh, mining leaves story of everything lined up, or, or rather, it was basically in the can. Oh, yeah, I, I put like 
10 or 15 minutes of work into it, and then I released it. Um, how was that different from any other day? Hey, stop it, okay? I'm doing the best I can. Anyway, um, so I did also do some work on Typhoon, on developing that system, and I shared it with my daughter, my eldest. She didn't give me any feedback yet. She's a burgeoning uh, self-taught author, so uh, she... You know, she, I described the system to her. She said it sounded cool, but, you know, she doesn't have it yet in hand. Or, I don't know that she's utilized it yet, but I definitely gave her the information uh, for it. And I looked over uh, my notes for it, and I developed it out a little bit more. And I'm not going to say it's, like, you know, 80% done, but maybe it's, like, 50% done. Broad strokes, anyway. I've got down a lot of good information. And Typhoon is supposed to be a system that fuses the... It's kind of based on the eight-point story arc, but it takes it to the extreme, and it's a system for developing all aspects of your story, uh, four core aspects of your story, the players, which is the cast, or the, uh, yeah, the players, I'm just going to like, the players, the place, the props, and I can't remember what the fourth P is, but basically, for the, you know, the superhero, or pulp type stuff I want to write in particular or maybe even fantasy like there should be magical items in those those are the props uh, the players are all the characters the good and the bad the uh, place describes like when it's set you know the time it's a setting basically but it's you know they're all, there's four P's so that's kind of fun and cool um, so I did that I worked on that a lot and I feel really good about it so I'm not going to be labored anymore but just to tell you I'm moving forward with Typhoon and uh, I, I'm so tempted to stop writing Growbug Tales. I know, I know. I'm so tempted to finish to stop writing Growbug Tales and just focus on Typhoon, but I'm not going to let myself do that. I need to finish Typhoon. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I need to finish Growbug Tales first, get that book published, and work on marketing that and stuff. Then I can develop Typhoon, and then I can move on to my other stories, because I do want to write so many other stories. And the great thing about the Typhoon system is that it allows you to write stories at any scale, which is something I'm really interested in, and it makes sure that you do all the planning ahead of time, unlike, do, unlike I did with Growbug Tales, where it was all done after the fact. And I think it'll give me, like, the courage and the confidence to make a series from Go. And I can... I'll know that I'm making a series, and uh, I will, you know, put in all the work to think about the different implications of how to do it. I know, I see. You want to bring them to me? I'll think about all the different aspects I need to. You know, what is the world like? And and it's going to keep me from wasting time, but uh, I think I'm wasting your time by going into this again. So just... There's a little teaser about Typhoon... uh, if you're interested, ask me about it later. Uh, if you're holding off your interest and you don't want to ask me, that's fine. It'll come out sooner or later, and uh, I think you can benefit from it. So uh, there's that about Typhoon. And the last thing I want to talk about is it's not that I didn't read anything at all this week. I actually listened to da- uh, Daniel, Daniel or Dale, Dale Carnegie's um, How to Win Friends and Influence People this week. That was really interesting. I very much enjoyed that. It was super interesting because then I listened to uh, a financial planner of sorts talking about, uh, well, you know, how to earn money and how to think about money and how to do things. And it was really fascinating. This gentleman said that uh, the things that will make you successful at business will make you successful with your family. They're the same kinds of things that you need. However, there are some people who neglect their families despite the fact that they do not neglect their businesses, and that's tragic, right? Uh, But it was super interesting because as I was listening to 
how to win friends and influence people, it made me think about families. And even the author says something about being good to your family and sort of using the system of how to win friends and influence people to, you know, be good and be there, be a part of your family. But he also stressed that, you know, just because people have financial success doesn't mean that they're healthy and doesn't mean that they're doing well, that that's not true success. And it was really interesting because, you know, it's an older book, so it's got like an older ethos to it. Um, but I was actually like fairly proud that this like secular, yeah, I mean, there was mentions of God or the Bible or whatever a few times, but like, as far as I know, they're secular. Um, and it's just like a generic, like American, you know, European kind of, uh, like God is a concept rather than God is an actual, you know, moral personal entity that you, you know, commune with and, you know, love and all that stuff. So anyway, it was really interesting. Um, and, uh, if, yeah, so, I mean, I believe in God. So, uh, I felt that I found that charming and refreshing and kind of wonderful. And it made me think about some books about being good. Like there's a book called, uh, on yourself. And I don't know what that book's about, but, um, I think you could call how to win friends and influence people on yourself. And, it would have uh, the same or greater effect. But because it was made at a classier time in a more, you know, outwardly moral time where people cared about representing themselves in a certain way, it didn't have that title. It has a much nicer, much more family-friendly title. And it's something that I want my eldest to read and all my kids to read it, you know, some point soon. Um, like, she should read it now, this year. And then maybe in a couple of years, I'll have uh, the next kid up read and then we can go down the line. Because uh, I think it's just a really good, really interesting book. So that was cool. And I need to add that to my notes that I talked about <clears throat> how to win friends and influence people. Anyway, um, so the last thing I want to mention is I did listen to The Light Princess, which is a fairy tale by George MacDonald of The Princess and Curdie and uh, The Princess and the Goblin, or strike that, reverse it, The Princess and the Goblin and then uh, The Princess and Curdie. And that was really interesting. I liked it for the most part. Um, there was something towards the end that kind of bothered me, uh, especially because it played differently than it did in, like, The Princess and Curdy. But then again, given the state of the Light Princess, uh, you know whose name? I don't even remember. That's funny. It didn't really matter. There's a prince and a princess in it, and there's a king and a queen and an evil princess uh, who's the good princess's aunt, and that's all you really need to know, which I guess... Um, lines up with the fact that it's in the fairy tale genre because to some extent you just need to know the archetypes or you know generally what the characters are not <clears throat> their names and you know their blood type and all that kind of stuff so anyway i found that to be an interesting story i liked it a lot i think i do well i i was going to cover it on uh story over everything this week in a skimming leaves episode but i decided not to do it because i was going to do it in a rather rushed manner and i didn't want to do that and i also wanted to make sure i know son I also wanted to make sure that I was attending to uh, this stuff um, here <laughs> and recording my readings and doing the office log because it's been too long since I've, you know, dealt with those and I don't want to continue neglecting them. So anyway, uh, thank you for indulging me. I, if you made it all the way to the end of the episode, I really appreciate it. And I think uh, it was rather nice of you to stick around and uh, listen to some of my ramblings because I'm definitely a little distracted, a little off focus, a little... <clears throat> gorilla, if you will, at the time. Come on, mister. We gotta go. Come on. We gotta go. Real quick. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay, so... Oh. You're okay. You're gonna be alright. Come on. Oops. There we go. Okay. Well, anyway, folks. 
Are you okay, little buddy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So little buddy's good. I'm good. And uh, I'm going to... Once again, thank you for spending your time with me and hearing me out as I work on this stuff. The intention is to get better every day, every week, incrementally. And uh, if you're sticking with me through this leg of the journey, that's really neat. And I hope you'll see a lot of growth in me, and I hope I'll see a lot of growth in me too. And uh, yeah, I'm going to stop waxing on and on because I can do that quite well. And I will let you go. This is MJ signing out. Don't forget to check out all the things that I do over at mjmunios.com. There's going to be a little blurb here at the end and links in the show notes everywhere where you're seeing this, hearing this, watching it, listening to it, whatever you're doing. I hope you enjoyed that. Go to mjmunios.com to leave any questions, comments, or other feedback you might have. There you can find all of my analysis, art, and fiction. I cover books, tokusatsu, comic books, anime, and more. Look around. You're sure to find something else that you'll enjoy as well. This has been a Story Over Everything production.